three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, hey, this is Jay Mendez checking in, and you are listening to the beat of my drum. Today's episode is called Summer Side Hustles. So I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get this podcast number two started. It was a great weekend. Went to the beach, went to Malakit Beach down in, on the Texas coast, drank a lot of beer, got in the water, had a lot of fun, and I even stayed in a tent, my, my tent that I've only used one time. I stayed in my tent on the beach, and that was an experience in itself. Let's just say it was hot, humid, uncomfortable, but well worth it because I made some memories. You know, I kind of have a slight hangover today, uh, but I got my nap in. I'm feeling good, and I'm ready to talk about your summer side hustles for 2019. And we'll get a little bit into, as well, the NBA Finals, and we'll talk about the first billionaire rapper, according to Forbes. So let's get started. So my side hustle is DJing. I DJ, I make music mixes, I can host, I can do voiceovers, I can make promotional videos. Actually, if you ask me if I could do something regarding to DJing or the voice, I'm going to do it because that's what a hustle is. That's the whole purpose of a hustle. You just find your way to make that money and do it well, do it good. That's my whole motto when it comes to DJing, hosting, music mixes. I didn't know I could do any of this, but one day I just said, screw it. I'm going to say yes and I'm going to do my best and try it out because I like to do it. And maybe one day it could lead to make me making some money. At the end of the day, we don't want to work for somebody. We want to work for ourselves. We want to be our own boss. And that's kind of the direction I'm trying to go in. And that all starts with a side hustle. You start off with something small. It grows, gets a little bigger. You start gaining attention online, on social media. You start getting calls out of nowhere. Start getting calls from people you don't even know. And the ball starts to roll. It starts with putting yourself out there, applying yourself, finding that motivation, and doing what you love for fun. And that's not going on Facebook and social media and putting, you know, I'm this or that and I can do this and that. That's part of it, yes. But it starts with just that regular conversation, going out there, talking to people, networking is what they was what the correct term is. Networking with people, wherever you are, let them know what you do, what services you provide, and that's how you get your name out there. That's how people start taking you seriously, and that's how you start getting calls. You start getting calls, you start getting inquiries, and you may get 10 calls, and those 10 calls may only come back with two hits, two people that want to book you or they confirm they they want your service, but... 2 out of 10 grows to 5 out of 10, then 6 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10. And and then by the time you know it, you have a growing business, you have a good reputation. Some of the principles I go by every day whenever I'm, I'm either at work, you know, my 9 to 5, I, I learn these principles from my 9 to 5 and I apply them to my own business. And that's be solid, be 100 with people. Respond to calls, text messages, all your social social media messages. Uh, 
If you can't provide the product or service, fine, that's okay. Just respond back. Let them know why. Let them know you can't or why you can't, and it just it gives a better impression off for your brand. Uh, whenever you're trying to build up your business, or even if you're established, it's always good to respond back. Use those platforms, like we talked about, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I had a company called uh, Wedding Wire. Great company, uh, great company, and they were going to charge me about fifteen hundred to promote my service. And I'm sure their service probably works, right? But fifteen hundred, I just didn't have it in the budget to spend on marketing and, and advertising. So I said I'm going to start my own Facebook page. And I, I learned very quickly that what worked before five ten years ago, maybe advertise on Craigslist or advertise at uh, with business cards at restaurants is nowhere near effective as advertising and creating a business on Facebook. And it's free. So start up your own page today. Make it nice and pretty and make it uh, professional. Uh, make that page to where people can reach out to you with a message button and respond to them. And I promise, start posting, start engaging with your pe- your likers or your people that follow you. So the ones I'm aware of in the local area, as far as side hustles are concerned, you have your people that bake cakes and they sell them. Some people are very artistic and they're skilled with you know, baking the cakes, selling them on the side, uh, having their own little Facebook social media business. It's very lucrative. I have a numerous friends that do that and you just got to follow through. You have to build up your brand. And if you're really serious about it, you can make some good money, a couple hundred bucks a day, a couple hundred bucks a weekend, and there you go. You get the money You get the money flowing. You invest in your equipment, get better equipment, make some more money, use that money to invest in even better equipment, maybe some advertising, maybe you spend some money on the Facebook advertising. It's like $20 uh, to get maybe like 50 to 100 likes, but you're getting those leads and those leads lead to calls and those calls lead to bookings and the bookings, you know, it leads to the money. Um, I have a friend, her name's Elise. She's from El Paso and she's got an Instagram page and it's called Simply Sweets by Elise. She has a cupcake shop. So she's got 160 followers. Um, and she's following 83. I, that doesn't mean anything, but she's got 160 followers, right? And she's a family friend. And if you look at her page, she's really like busy every day. So it's not really in the followers that we're looking for. The followers lead to messages, and those messages lead to them talking to their friends about you. I have so many messages in my inbox from people that never follow my page, or they never add me on Instagram. It's just they hear that I do a good job. So there's that other avenue or that other channel they could reach out to you is they could just send me a message on Facebook. And they say, hey, I hear hear you do a great job. I want to book you for my wedding. I want to book you for my daughter's quinceanera. And they they never add me. They never follow my, my DJ page, but they hear about me because your name's out there on social media. People are talking and it's, it's, it's very helpful whether they follow you or not. You're out there. People can see what you do. People can hear about what you do and put value into your leads, into potential leads. So if you're asked to do something for a favor or charity 
or if you're asked to do something for free on a donation type of basis, uh, yes, it's great to get paid, but to have leads will pay off in the long run. So for me, if somebody asks me to do a free event that I know that there's going to be over 100 people there and it's going to take a few hours, to, they want me to play music and just talk a little bit, I'll, I'll definitely consider it because of how many people are going to be there. I can hand out my business cards. I can call out my name. I can talk about what I do, what I provide. That's all part of the deal. Give me some time. Uh, they want some music. Can you play some music for me? And I say yes. But that's part of advertisement as well. I'm going to make sure I get my name out there and get people to call me. The next segment is called, What Do I Think? What do I think? I think the NBA Finals is painful to watch. On one hand, you have the Golden State Warriors. They've been there five times. I'm tired of seeing them in the NBA Finals. And on the other hand, you have the arch nemesis, Kawhi Leonard, who faked a whole injury for a whole year. Only played nine games for almost $20 million. He's on the verge of winning an NBA championship. And if he wins an NBA championship, he can look at the San Antonio organization, at the fans, and say, I told you so. And that's kind of that would be his, his payback there to show that all we needed to do was listen to him, hear him out, and he would have won a mini for the San Antonio Spurs. But, oh well, you can't look back at the past. All I know at this point in time, um, Kevin Durant got injured. And he should not have played the game. He got injured with a strained calf just like a month ago. And he gets cleared to play. Okay, fine. But he's already playing the majority of the minutes in the first quarter and the second quarter. And he makes a move. Uh, Of course, he wasn't ready to make the moves laterally left to right. And he pops his Achilles. And who knows? I mean, that's a year injury there. And he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. So I'm very disappointed. It's kind of disheartening to see a player like that go out because you know he's going to be gone for a long time. But it goes back to the Warriors and what were they thinking? Were they feeling the pressure from the media, from the fans? I mean, is it really that important? This guy was on the verge of getting his biggest contract that he's had because he did sacrifice by by going to Golden State. Uh, He was on his way to getting his biggest contract, and now who knows what's going to happen. It seems like he, it looks like he's going to, you know, have to be out a year at least, and uh, he just has a lot of questions going into his future, but uh, he's one of my favorite players to watch. I didn't like the fact he went to to Golden State because they were already a stacked team. But let's face it, like he is like the best offensive player that we have ever seen in, in this generation. I mean, you could look back at Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. It's tough, tough to see. But get well soon, Katie. Let's move on from the NBA Finals and talk about an awesome topic. I posted it on Facebook yesterday. And that is Jay-Z. According to Forbes, Jay-Z is the first ever billionaire rapper. And to make things even better, he's actually my favorite rapper of all time. And that's because he talks about more than just the streets, more than just the money, more than just the girls. And this is 
from before Beyonce. He was always talking, you know, Big Pimpin' is his song. Um, but he'd always just talk about strategy, about how to build a business, about how to be with people, about how to, you know, create business partners, you know, who your friends are. I mean, always look out to who who your real friends are. And he built up his empire. You know, he's worth a billion. So he built up his empire by investing in champagne. He has cash investments that he made. He has a a joint venture with Bacardi. Um, He's got the title, which is the streaming service, the streaming music service that he invested in. Um, It's not your first streaming service that you hear about or that that people go to. It's mainly Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, but apparently it's doing pretty good still. Uh, Rock Nation, you know, they're the entertainment company that they sponsor or they have agents that sponsor Kevin Durant, uh, Todd Gurley, Rihanna, J. Cole. Uh, J. Cole, one of my favorites as well. He's under that label. Uh, He's got an art collection. He has real estate everywhere. His wife's Beyonce. And to top it off, that's not even including his music catalog. His music catalog, he's got like five or six classic classic albums, in my opinion. I for sure put Black Album in there, put, put the Blueprint in there, put um, Watch the Throne in there. Blueprint 2 is really good. Uh, and then for sure, uh, a Reasonable Doubt, the first one that he came out with is my probably my second favorite album. So... Big shout out to uh, Jay-Z, or big props to Jay-Z, I should say. The first billionaire rapper, icon, artist, whatever you want to call him, he's got the goods, he's got the money, and he's a smart man. And I, I use that as inspiration. I'll never be a billionaire, but I can at least try to be a millionaire. I'm going to strive to be a millionaire, and I think he's got the discipline he follows a certain principles. He has his business partners that he trusts. And he goes about his business the right way. And, you know, if he can do it, coming from the projects of Marcy in New York City all the way to how big he is now, anybody can do it. Once again, I'm not saying you're going to be a billionaire, but if you can apply certain principles and believe in them, Believe to achieve, follow through, do a good job, and make sure that you're always keeping it 100 with people. So good luck in your summer side hustle, whether you're selling items online, whether you're baking cakes, whether you're cutting grass or a housekeeper. I know you can do it. Get out there, get after it, get that money, and come back to me after the summer and let me know how it goes. That wraps up my second episode. Thank you for listening. Come back next week as we talk about a crazy night or two in Las Vegas. Please give me some feedback on Instagram under I am John Mendez and Facebook under DJ J Mendez. Talk to you soon. And remember, always march to the beat of your own drum.